What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alan Fong. Welcome to our Rockin' Pod recap of What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. And we are the number one strip club music podcast in the world. I am Danny Myers. That's Alan Fong. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm I'm excited. Still, you know, getting to re-listen to our Rock and Pod interview. We're about to do our Rock and Pod interview with Steve Blaze, and uh, you know, it's been a, a week or so since we've done the interview, so I had to go back and re-listen. And it's been great re-listening to them because, man, they were fun interviews. And there's something in all these interviews for everybody. It's not, of course, we talk about music, we talk about the artist, but there's so much more. Uh, that goes on that these artists share with us about their kids, about their lives, about what's important to them. And I, I thought that was amazing. Yeah. So tell our listeners what Rock and Pod was. Rock and Pod is a podcast and rock convention where they take a bunch of podcasts, get about 80 podcasts, I think were there, together with a bunch of rock stars. And then we do sort of a press junket style interview where the artists go from podcast to podcast and do interviews. We did nine interviews uh, over, you know, a what, Eight hours? six hour period and we did a panel and then we moderated a panel. So there was a lot going on. There was a comic convention going on, a pop culture convention. There were vendors everywhere. Ricky Rackman was there. Uh, it was just a lot of fun, man. So I, very cool convention. Chris Sinzak and his team, Andy Connor, Tracy McAndrews and Aaron Camaro, Aaron Camaro there. I was, I was thinking of the car first, <laughs> Aaron Camaro. Thank you guys for putting together a great event as always. Yeah, it was it was really really cool. Uh, that was in uh, Nashville, by the way. So this first guest um, that were the guests that we're going to bring you today is a guy by the name of Steve Blaze. He's with a band called Lillian Axe. We'll talk more about him when we come back. But I want to give you just a little uh, a little fifteen twenty second sample of what uh, his song sounds like, and then we'll play the interview. All right, so you like the song, you're going to love this interview. We had a great chance to sit down. What, a, what, a, what an incredible human being. So let me play the interview that we had from Rockin' Pod 2023 in Nashville with Steve Blaze of Lillian X. Rockin' Pod 2023, we're with the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast. Man, I got a guest with us here today, Alon. We got Steve Blaze with us, who is the guitarist and band leader for Lillian Axe. I also had a chance to watch you play last night. Yes. And damn, you are good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, so tell me a little bit about Lillian X. Uh, start, I started the band in, uh, well, we say officially in Halloween of 83. So it was oh, a wow. while ago. So we were, you know, just a bunch of kids just... Uh, beating up the circuit but we were the first band in the louisiana area that was really playing like judas priest and stuff like that <laughs> so um the scene was a lot different back then it was sure. amazing i talk i tell all the, like the young bands now man if you guys had this type of scene now it the way it flourished back Amen. then but it was a, it was a it was an entire mechanism you know the radio the, the local rags and mags and uh, TV stations and clubs, they all work together. It doesn't seem like that's the way it is anymore. But yeah. But we were playing, and then uh, uh, I just, um, one night I saw the movie Creep Show, and we were in the process. We were called Oz, O-Z, 
And we had a manager, of course, like everybody else does, that tried to steal everything from us. Right, so right. we wanted a fresh start, and I had seen the movie, and it inspired me to come up with the name Lillian Axe. At that point, for the next four years, we just played everywhere. We traveled, went to New York. The guys in Zebra, who were just, they were well-established, a new record, their first album was coming out. They kind of took us under their wing. We played and played, and then went in 80, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version, 87, uh, Irving Azoff signed us to MCA. Oh, wow. That was our first, our first deal. And Marshall Burl was our manager. Oh, wow. We were asked to open up for Rat in Queensryche right on when uh, the Dancing Undercover wow. tour went out. Okay. So we were that strong locally of a draw. We would play clubs Tuesday, Wednesday night and do five, 600 people. So we, they said, hey, we'll get these guys a shot. And then after two of the shows, I got a call from Marshall in his cool way and says, Hey, Steve, Marshall Burl here. <laughs> Would you like a record deal? I'm like, yes, sir, I'll have one. Yes, please. You know, I, was, I think I was 26 at the time or something. Wow. And Robin Crosby had seen us because we had opened for him, for and Red, he wanted yeah. to produce the first records, which he did. So from then on, it's been 15 albums, 10 studio <sighs> records, nine record deals, and tour and tour, and we just came up with a new record end of August. Okay. Uh, two new videos, and we're getting ready What's to the album called? From Womb to Tomb. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. And we have a new video. One of the songs is we did one for "I Am Beyond," which is the first single, and then the second one is called "Feelings of Absinthe." Okay. And remember Adam Curry from MTV? Yeah, of course. Adam introduced our first video from a first record on Headbangers Ball. Okay. So, my wife says, "Why don't you reach out to him, see if he would do an intro awesome. for this?" I was like, oh, "I don't even know how to get in touch with him." <laughs> Got his email address uh, through our director for the video. I emailed him, and within an hour, he was. He said, "I'll be more than happy to. I That's love the awesome. video. Loves. He's the nicest guy in the world, he and like he it. is the inventor if, of the podcast. I don't know if you really. Knew. No, I didn't. If know If you that. look up, oh, no, I did read who that invented the podcast. Says yeah. Adam Curry. That is awesome. And does he still have the magnificent feathered hair? He had magnificent. No, hair. he's got it cut down, but he he looks great for. I mean, you yeah, know, he's, he's got to be 60s. Yeah, he looks looks like a champ, man. Yeah, you know, awesome. and is uh, he's such a nice guy. So. Uh, hopefully we get to meet him on tour and stuff. We've got a good communication. And he did an intro, but he didn't just do a, a cell phone intro. You know, he would figure, yeah, I'll do it. No, take 20 seconds. He did it in his studio yeah. with his wife was filming and all the background and everything. And he gave a separate audio file so it would sound good. See, it was unbelievable. So I have massive respect for him. What a nice guy. So I did absolutely. see that, actually, when I was researching you. That oh, okay. video came up. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Alon, just so you can, I'm going to go like 10 seconds of the song yeah, real quick. Hold on. Uh, it's supposed to be playing. Hold on. Tread this side. Nope, Why is it not playing? Oh, well. <laughs> I had it set up to play. And now it's not. Are you plugged in? Because earlier it was yeah, unplugged. Yeah, okay. I, I probably forgot to configure <laughs> some sound card somewhere. Well, people can go see that. And uh, I Am Beyond, there are two videos. I Am Beyond and Feelings of Absence. Absinthe. Yeah, I love um, that Feelings of Absence song. I'm, I'm a strip club DJ. And, oh, okay. uh, yeah, well, as soon as I heard about that and I got the song, I started playing that at Diamonds Cabaret. Oh, so. very good. Yeah, so you're from New, uh, Louisiana. Yeah, New born and raised in New Orleans. Yeah. Do you ever go to the strip clubs in New Orleans? Now, I think I went to one. A friend of mine dragged me one maybe about 20, 25 years ago because <laughs> I just had a breakup. You know, yeah. like, this will make you feel better. That's and right. I was like, no, it didn't. It <laughs> <laughs> so, just distract you for an hour I just, or two. That's you know, it. It, it's kind of funny because I, I don't really fall into all the trappings. People are like, hey, remember when we used to drink and do this? And I was like, I never no. really did that. I never <laughs> good for you. Because I'm always I'm always in charge. I'm I'm firm believer in keeping my head on straight. I'm always I, I have too many people uh, relying Depend on, on me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so. why you've been you know steadily so I'm still here for 25 <laughs> years. Yeah, you know um, I met you back in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Saw the Lillian Axe tour when you guys released the cover. No matter what, of Badfinger, I think. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. 
And uh, at Oakland Park Avenue, shout out to the late Roger and Mary Kaufman who ran that club. Uh, and uh, you guys are great live. It was Thank a little, you. I, the stage was small and actually had like a uh, bar, a metal bar. Okay, did they serve food there? Yes. Okay, that's the place when you said that had the most extreme hot wings I've ever had <laughs> in my right. life. I think, I think you're right. I remember sitting in the dressing room and everybody's like, oh, oh don't be such a wimp. You're from, because I'm from New Orleans, yeah, I'm supposed to be able to food. eat yeah, coals, man. you know, Cajun. and, and yeah. swallow fire yeah. and stuff, you know. So, and I was, I was sitting there sweating, and, and I, yeah, this is great. I'm turning on fire. My hands are like 130 degrees. So, but That's I remember awesome. that venue. So let me, let me ask you this. So on top of all the great rock music, and he's a great guitarist, he's, first of all, stream the songs, buy the album, support musicians, already Spotify, I'll say it out loud, they screw us, uh, artists, you get a very small cut, uh, you know, a million streams, if you're lucky, yes. uh, it makes $1,000, and yep. how many people hit a million streams? So go download and buy the albums, damn it. All right, you also do, and this is fascinating to me, a lot of t TV soundtrack and licensing stuff which I think a lot of people don't know about, and it's a great way for musicians to supplement their income. Well, the band is, yeah, we've had songs on different records and stuff. I have a podcast, too, also, by oh, the way. awesome. It's called The Love and War Show. Check it okay. out, people. And it's just two hours of stupidity and funny. It's just ridiculous, funny stuff. Yeah. My mom comes on to give <laughs> love tips. And, Aww, um, mom. And my, my son, who's now 13, but when we started, he was like eight or nine. He comes oh, on and awesome. tells jokes and stuff. So it, it's a lot of fun. I love I'm the Kudos to you guys oh, for, you. for uh, everything you. that you thank do. You. But, and I ghost hunt, too. So, you ghost hunt? Yeah, I've been doing that for years. Wow. I have a team that I'm in charge of, and we do legitimate, real ghost hunting. Interesting. We've been in and out of potential deals for a reality sure, show. Sure. But you know how that goes. Yeah. It's like record deals. But we have a documentary <laughs> that's being edited right now called The Ghosts of Fort Jackson. That's a two-hour documentary on one of our biggest investigations. So. And New Orleans is well known for their ghost uh, oh, legends yes. and, and the voodoo stuff. and the Absolutely. Lady, oh, what's her name? The famous voodoo priestess. Like Marie. Thank you. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Marie, Marie Laveau. Laveau. Thank yeah. you. I knew it was something French. I visited her grave once <laughs> That's awesome. when I was a kid. I, I know. It's actually a tourist thing to go visit it. Yes, and to that. put an X on it. Yeah. I, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scared too, right? Something scared me about you that. You also <laughs> touring with Angel, who's a legendary band from the 70s that came out. They were like the white... The, the antithesis of Kiss. Exactly. And they didn't quite make it. They were gonna. They looked like they were gonna blow up, but I forget what happened. But I know they came back with the tour recently. How did it end up with that? That's just interesting too. I um, I was a huge fan when I was in high school. Okay. Right? So uh, a mutual friend, uh, he called me. He was writing a book and wanted me to be give some stories for his book. And he said, Hey, by the way, I am uh, playing keyboards now. Angel regrouped. Okay. And the guitar player is not working out. Would you be interested? I said, When do I leave? <laughs> Because so, right? I was a huge fan. I had the posters in the wall. Sure. I was one of the only people that I knew in high school that even knew who they were, right? I'm like, the guys were great. So I went up there and auditioned. A bunch of guitar players did. I got the gig, and we uh, we went out and did about 30 or so dates, and then mm -hmm. sporadically for the next four or five years, we did some festivals and dates. I really wish they would have yeah, kept it going at right. that time, right. but now they've got Punky they're, they're Meadows. Together, right? I took yeah. Punky Meadows' place for those times. Okay. It, was, it was a great honor, and uh, they're back out, and Punky's back in the band, so they're doing well. They have That's a new record just came out, I think. We are going to have more with Steve Blaze of Lillian Axe from Rockin' Pod right after this. Hey, everybody, this is Ricky Rackman, and you're... Oh, hold on, let me do it as a strip club DJ voice, okay? Hey, everybody, this is Ricky Rackman, and over here on stage three, you are listening to the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network, and now you know why I was never a DJ in a strip club. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Welcome back to part two of our interview with Steve Blaze of Lillian Axe from Rockin' Pod in Nashville, Tennessee. I love that sort of thing, full circle. When you, yeah. you're a fan of me, like most of us musicians start off as fans, right? Yes, like my dream gig would be to front Van Halen. So uh, Wolfgang, Alex, if you're looking for a singer. There you go. You I know, think they I'll, are. I, see, I'll be more than happy to jump on board. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and so, but no, but I mean, what a great opportunity to play with some of your heroes and oh, idols. Yeah. Or like doing the rock and roll fantasy camps. Have you done any of that stuff? No, I haven't. I'd love to do that. Now, we did get to, we toured twice with Alice Cooper. Oh, wow. Which, now, that was great because Alice was the first rock and roll thing that I was exposed to. I okay. played classical flamenco guitar from when I was six up until through my teens. And then I got introduced to the songwriters of the 70s and yeah. Don McLean and Brad and James Taylor and then yeah. Alice Cooper. And I just fell in love England with England Dan and John Ford Coley. Oh, I absolutely. Hey, those, the songwriters, that's where Amazing. I, the song is what lives, you know? So yeah. that's more important than any technical a prowess of any player is the songs that are left. Mm -hmm. But my dad introduced me. The first album he got me was the vinyl Alice Cooper School's Out. Okay. It had ladies' white lace panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I remember opening it in the kitchen, and my mom was in there. And she oh, says, lost. I'll take those. And so, Lucky dad. But no, then we got to tour, right, with Alice twice. Awesome. And, but my dad had passed away a few years before that. But if he would have gotten the opportunity, oh, and I know where he is in heaven, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. looking down, going, yeah, that's cool, you know. So awesome. that was a that was a, a full circle moment for me. That's so awesome, man. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's funny. Well, I don't want to share the idea. I'll share it to you off. off I, okay. I have an idea. I'll tell you about later. All right. But um, uh, speaking of influences, what, what who else? You, you said you flamenco and, and classical and flamenco. When I was six, I started playing guitar. I got a guitar for my sixth birthday. Parents put me in school to take lessons, started learning how to read. And then after about two or three months, the instructor said he's outgrown the class already. You've okay. got to get him. He's, wow. he, you know, it's his, his niche. So yeah. get him into uh, private lessons. So that's when I started. But I loved it. You know, when yeah. you're six, seven years old, you, it's hard to, you have to love something 
you know, because I was playing sports and school yeah. and everything. Of course, we didn't have video games, thank God. Yeah, thank I might God. not be I doing anything. That's but um, so that's what that's how that all started out. So how would you recommend for parents then for, who are listening to get their kids involved with music? Because look, it takes hours and hours of practice in, in today's instant gratification society. Yeah. How do you like encourage or how would you recommend to get a kid passionate and interested in, in practicing? Let me know it? because I'm trying to do it with my son. <laughs> uh, my son. Hey, I hope you have the answer. I'll tell you what I'm working on though. Okay. My son's 13, right? So he's, uh, you know, until he heard us on the radio and he heard Eddie Trunk mention my name on the radio, <laughs> he didn't really care. Care, sure. Then he's like, You're wait a dad. minute, that guy's talking about you. I said, son, I've been trying to tell you. Of course, he was like seven or eight at the time. Right. So it just didn't really, he didn't care. But now it's like we go out places and people see me and recognize me. He thinks it's cool, but he thinks it's cool in a good way. Like sure. He's like, do you realize that those people, how much of an impact you've made on them making them happy because yeah. they get to see you? And I'm like, yeah, that's why you're nice to everybody. Yes. No matter where you go, you treat people well. And he gets it. So now he's awesome. all into sports and he's all into video games. So I'm listening, and he likes the music. Mm -hmm. And everybody expects, because we have 50 guitars in the house, that and he's supposed to be a guitar player. <laughs> He does, but now he's interested. And I said, son, if you learn music, even, you know, you can create soundtracks for video games. Yep. You can, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm trying to get him, but now I catch him play. Now, feelings of absence, funny story. When he, about maybe five, six, seven years ago, mm -hmm. he was playing around with his uh, iPad. Okay. And the intro, da 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 da, mm -hmm. da he wrote that. Wow. On no his keyboard. And I heard it at the time, and I said, a good melody. Something's there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. take I recorded it on my phone and last That's year awesome. when we were recording it, I used the riff. Did so you get the songwriting credit? Yes, it did. Good man. Yeah. 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 Yes, I wrote everything else. What's the name? Give a shout Jude. out. Jude. Jude, man, great songwriting <laughs> tip. Great job, I brother. So I said, look, you wrote a song that's got a video that's, that thousands of people are listening to, and they start to kind of get it. And, and I that's said, awesome. girls would like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, maybe I'll start taking it. But I would, I really, honestly, and and uh, in all truth, I would recommend find something they're interested, even keyboards, especially sure. because you can keyboards once you understand theory. the theory and and you know really Notes, note to note is like fret to fret, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you start to get that in your head, then you start to you, when you can strum a few chords and it sounds good, and you realize that every rock song is the same four chords, and you can write a million hits with right. four chords. Right. Then you know it starts to become if they have it in their heart. That's important. Absolutely. Thing. Yeah. That's really. Fair. Some of them just don't know they have it in their heart until right. they start doing it. And don't be a helicopter parent. Don't push them to something. Don't live your dreams through them. Let them find their own thing. They'll be great. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> I coach them. I've been coaching them in baseball. Yeah. For okay. last, he just made the the junior high team. Right. Congratulations. That's a seventh grader and. Wow. Um, I'm watching the parents want their kids. It's I gross. mean, call, it's you gross. know, like it, it, it really is because the, the kids let them play and have fun. But, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you know, you see some of these parents that they're living their lives yeah. through their children. Just encourage it's them. It's not going to be a career yet. Listen, 1% yeah. of 1% even make it in any sport to a career or even exactly. a musician, right? So just let them enjoy it and what comes will come. Amen. Yeah. I could talk to you all day, but I know <laughs> you got to get going. I know we're running out of time. Danny? Um, just, I saw you play last night and the energy that you bring and everything. And just like, I'm trying to picture what it's like inside your head while you're up there. So my question, with all the energy that you put into a show, how do you 
unwind yeah, after right? a show? How do you go to sleep? Like, if I would have done that, I'd still be up from yesterday. <laughs> or are you still up from yesterday? Adrenaline, not, not in a bad way, but adrenaline you're talking about. Uh, White Castle. Oh. <laughs> I mean, is it, you've been doing this for a while. Is it, do you yeah. just unwind naturally? Um, or Honestly, my head's always on 100. I wish it would slow down, but I, I realize that if it can't. And that's what they say, you know, the older you get, don't slow down. And I'm, I'm always involved in so many things. And I just, uh, I take it in stride because I think, you know, I'm, I'm born again Christian. Okay. My head's right uh, for me. Uh, I'm spiritually sound. I love my family more than anything, my Clearly. friends. And I'm blessed to be able to do this for so many years. And it's just, I'm, you know, I get off stage and it's nice to meet everybody. I play. I don't take it like to the point where I, I don't have to impress people. They yeah. don't have to impress me. Let's just all have fun, enjoy life and do the best you can at what you do. And so, uh, you know, I, I've always got adrenaline going, mm -hmm. yeah. but you know, um, I slept well and I'm, I'm, I feel great. Good. I'm good, man. And your, your podcast you talked about earlier, where can our listeners find the your love podcast? The Love and War Show. Go, it's on YouTube. You put The Love and War Show, and if you put my name, Steve Blaze, in there, it'll help get you. We have 40 episodes. Awesome. And it's, we started in my garage, and we moved up That's and awesome. got a little more gear. And I'm mean, nothing like this. Hey, but. man, we started and learned on our own. Now we're part of Pantheon Podcast That's Network, and have grown, man. and we're here now. So you can, I mean, you know, it's, it's such a fun trip. Oh, It has absolutely. been for us. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. No, it's a great pleasure, man. Day, I know we could talk for <laughs> yeah. hours. And trust me, once I get going, I don't shut up. So yeah, hit, well, hit us up. We'll come on your show without a doubt. That'd be awesome, man. And, and right, man. congratulations on the Louisiana Rock Hall of Fame, too, yes. as oh, well. Thank you, man. I thank appreciate you. that. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. All right, Steve Blaze, everybody. Steve Blaze. Thank you. So, Alon, what, what about that interview really stood out, the conversation we got to have with Steve Blaze? You know, I think the biggest thing was his love of family, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he talked a lot about getting his son involved with music and his son's, you know, growing passion for music and learning instruments and how he even contributed to the song uh, and got a writing credit. That was awesome. Yeah. And just uh, coaching kids and just, you know, a lot of stuff about how to connect and communicate with your kids, which I think we can all learn from. Yeah, one of the things that we didn't get to touch on, but an interesting story about Steve that I didn't get time to bring up because we were limited to 15-minute interviews, is how much of a leader he is. Because he started this band, and he's almost like, even though he's kind of the same age with a lot of musicians, he's almost like a father figure. He's yeah. the one that, you know, and he, he had a, a really bad story that um, I didn't get a chance to ask him about, but what, he had to let some of his friends go. Uh, sure. from the band because of uh, chemical dependencies. One of them eventually passed away. The other one is doing really, really well right now. But he talked about that and some other ones. So, I mean, I think the thing that came out of this is I went into this interview. We got a, our email from Rockin' Pod, and they said, you're going to interview Steve Blaze from Lillian Axe. And I thought, okay, cool, who's he? And then I, I looked into him, and then I met him, and now I'm sitting here thinking, how could I not have known about Steve Blaze? So for those of you who don't really know a lot about him, you learned a lot in this interview. I learned a lot in this interview. But uh, check out this man's story, man. You know, he's yeah. Wikipedia, Google, you know, Siri, whatever, man. I, I didn't say you. My phone's starting to go off. Sorry. <laughs> and, of course, check out the music, of course, too. Go buy those records. Go buy those albums. Download the tracks. Yeah, that's the one thing that we always say about these things, man. Don't don't just stream them because they get like, you know, what, a penny, maybe even less than that oh, yeah. when you stream them, you know? The penny. Yeah, you know, download these things from iTunes, support the bands, go to their concerts, buy their merch, and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that was a good, good time, huh? Absolutely. Can't wait to do it again. Okay, so we're going to have, uh, we have seven more interviews from... Uh, 
uh, rocking pod coming up for you, and they're going to be all spaced the week apart. So keep uh, keep your dial set right here. The dial? Yeah, you can show. I'm showing my age. Keep your dial set right here. Because <laughs> like dial? What is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, your dial. Nope. Yeah, because all of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcasts, including Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Flashback Friday, Classic Rock Remixes, Behind the Curtain, Strip Club Hall of Fame, Rock and Pot Recap can be found at whatshotitsc.com. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong, presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.